Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hey, thanks for joining us this week on Healing at the Speed of Light. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree, and today we are going to be talking about regenerative medicine. Now, if you've heard anything about regenerative medicine, you may have heard wonderful, amazing, almost too good to believe things about what regenerative medicine or stem cell treatments can do. Or you may have heard nightmare stories about patients getting taken for thousands of dollars and getting really no benefit. So whatever your experience is, I want to go ahead and answer a couple of things about regenerative medicine today and stem cell treatments, as they've been called in the past, and talk to you about what that is, what that entails, and if that is something that you end up looking for or seeking out, what you need to make sure happens with a regenerative medicine program. Because the results really can be incredible, and they can also be a complete sham, uh, just a complete money grab, and you don't want to be taken on a money grab situation. You want to make sure you are getting a legitimate regenerative treatment and there are some things that need to go along with that. Now, if you haven't heard anything bad about regenerative medicine or stem cells and you maybe not even heard much about them, skip this next part, okay? But if you've already had a negative experience or maybe someone you know has had a negative experience and your hackles are already up and you're already concerned about what I'm about to tell you, this is for you, okay? Stem cells are the cells that can drive repair in the body at a cellular level. You have stem cells in your body right now. Now, we have less and less of these as we get older, but stem cells are really the body's main driver of repair, all right? Now, without getting too technical, I will say that if you can get stem cells to a damaged area, it is very likely that area will repair. And we're talking about oftentimes the insides of joints, cartilage, chondrocytes, uh, the cells that repair cartilage, and trying to activate those cells or, or put cells there, insert new cartilage. We're basically trying to talk about regenerating parts of the body that can't typically regenerate on their own. Okay? Now, there have been a number of providers out there that have taken this concept when it first became more popular knowledge and turned it into a really unethical, really unfortunate money grab um, and have used the stem cell label to advertise uh, a treatment that at sometimes, in some cases, never even included actual stem cells or any real potential for improvement for those patients. That's really unfortunate. That's really awful. I, I hate seeing that. I, I've seen that a couple of times. Patients that have come through our practice that have already tried something like that, really zero results. Um, so you don't want to go down that road. You don't want to spend thousands of dollars on a stem cell or regenerative medicine treatment that isn't going to do something for you. And I say spend thousands of dollars on it because these are services that are not reimbursed by insurance. Again, they're very, very new. Um, and anytime you run into a new treatment, whether or not it works, it can be a medication, it can be a surger, surgical procedure. Um, anytime you run into something that's outside of the norm, 
then you run into the fact that there's a lack of standardization, okay? There's not a standard of care established for stem cell treatments. So it's hard to even put a label on what can be called stem cell treatments, uh, what really works best, how much treatment do you need, how much of an injection do you need, what products need to be injected. Um, into a joint to get that joint to repair? What if you have moderate damage versus severe damage? There's a lot of these questions that have not been answered. And so that's not to say that there's no benefit to regenerative injection treatments. However, that lack of standardization means that there's a lot of people out there who could be doing things improperly or even knowingly could be scamming patients out of money. There have been a number of FDA warnings about this. So, if, you've li if you're still listening this far, then understand there you can get some really good benefit from regenerative-type treatments. However, you very much need to be careful. You need to be extremely cautious in what you sign up for and what you get into. So, listen in here as we go through some of this because we'll talk about some things that will help you identify whether or not the treatment you're going to get is a legitimate treatment or not. All right. Now, legitimate treatment is very different from a treatment that just doesn't work. All right. There's always a chance of failure, no matter what type of medication or surgery or procedure you're having done. There's always some level of a, of unpredictability, right? Patients are different individuals. Individuals respond differently. The type of injury itself may not lend itself as well to certain levels of treatment. So what we're going to talk about today is looking at regenerative medicine treatments and the rehabilitation that should go along with it. Because if anybody tells you all you need is one injection, you don't need any rehab, strengthening, or anything else that goes along with that injection, and it's going to make everything perfect for your knee or whatever it is, you want to mark that down as a warning sign that maybe things aren't quite right. If you also do not get a thorough medical exam and at least x-rays to evaluate the complaint, what's going on, or blood work, whatever, I'm talking about thorough testing here, thorough consultation, individual consultation, um, examination, and really sitting down and, and, and talking with you about the process. If you're not getting that, plus some kind of plan for rehabilitation, then you are possibly not getting what you need to get as far as a regenerative medicine treatment plan goes. You wanna look for that good medical evaluation from a medical professional. I'm a chiropractor. You don't want a chiropractor's evaluation. You need an actual medical evaluation. The chiropractor can also assist with evaluating your function or actually giving you some level of input on what type of less invasive options might be out there. But you should have a medical professional evaluate your condition, look at your imaging, and then give you some kind of a plan. An injection with some type of supportive care because the studies on any stem cell or regenerative products that are out there have always shown that if you combine some type of supportive care with your regenerative medicine procedure the results are always better so 
I've said stem cells, I've said regenerative medicine procedures, Let, let's go ahead and jump into this. I'm going to be referring back to a particular study that is titled Rehabilitation Following Regenerative Medicine Treatment for Knee Osteoarthritis. Current Concept Review. Now, this was in the January 2019 Journal of Clinical Orthopedics and Trauma. So, it's fairly recent. It's a pretty good look at things. And they identify even some of the problems that I've already talked to you about. But I'll read a couple lines from the paper first. They say, Regenerative medicine promotes regeneration and joint restoration by using blood-based procedures such as platelet-rich plasma, stem cell, and cell-based or tissue engineering. Regenerative medicine procedures are variable, and lack of standardization in product preparation, administration, and different treatment protocols, that, that's a problem. So we have growing bodies of evidence that regenerative treatments can be very effective at the long-term recovery and improvement of joint function and joint pain, but this lack of standardization really does hurt us because it's not like every doctor's out there using the same procedures, the same uh, products, uh, or even for the same problem. And, and because of that, you might get great results at a place that you go to see, but then your neighbor goes to a different place and has a totally different procedure, totally different results. Unfortunately, they end up being called the same thing because we don't have any of this standardization that we really should have. So, again, you need to have that thorough medical evaluation to see if you're even a candidate. Somebody should be looking at your imaging or ordering new imaging and testing. And then part of this total care package for regenerative therapy is utilizing a, rehab, a rehabilitation plan to address the post-procedure or even pre-procedure condition of the joint. And, and we're talking the knee particularly here um, because that's where most of the research has been done. But this really applies to just about any joint. Okay, They say research shows that non-pharmacological treatments have demonstrated only modest clinical benefits and minimal positive outcomes of early surgical intervention. So um, you're kind of short on options when it comes to arthritic joints. They say that the ultimate goal of regenerative medicine is to effectively support the body's natural healing system. Regenerative rehabilitation interventions involve treating all structures that surround the affected joint to achieve pain relief and prevention from further deterioration. Okay, So they're saying, look, if you're talking about the knee, we got to consider the hip, the leg, the thigh, the ankle, everything that attaches to that knee as a part of the knee's function and that regenerative rehabilitation should address all that. So they say the purpose of this study that they put together is to provide a review for the rehabilitative management of knee osteoarthritis following a regenerative medicine intervention or procedure. So they based this on current best practices of rehab methods and non-operative management of knee osteoarthritis. So with the idea that they want to optimize self-healing and functional tissue recovery. That's a lot of technical words, I know, but the idea with doing the regenerative procedures is to actually change the environment inside that joint to one of where it can regenerate, where it can heal. 
and you want to support that process because the tissues around the joint, the muscles of the thigh and the leg, the hip joint, the ankle joint, sometimes even the other side of the body, the other leg, can vastly impact how successful that regenerative procedure can be. If you've got a hip that's not doing well because it's weak and it's offloading, it's putting more pressure into that knee, and you treat the knee, you're still going to have a problem down the road because that hip is still being insufficient support, and so then you're continuing to load more weight, more pressure into that knee. It's going to re-injure. It's going to deteriorate further. We don't want that when we start talking about regenerative, rehabilitative treatment plans. So before I get into what that actual plan needs to look like, just quickly to go back on the regenerative treatments, we're talking things that have been called stem cell treatments in the past, may still be called stem cell treatments, with the idea that we are promoting an improvement inside that joint by using techniques like platelet-rich plasma, stem cells withdrawn from your own bone marrow, micro tissue transplants from the umbilical cords. Those are all positive factors to influence that internal working of the joint and the internal chemistry to where it can actually change from one of inflammatory, arthritic degeneration to pro-healing, regenerative environment, and you can improve pain and function with that. So, what kind of rehab are we talking about when it comes to managing kind of these post-procedure knee arthritis patients? Well, knees in particular, but again, this can apply to multiple joints. So, the first thing is, they say, an exercise program that combines endurance work and strengthening has been shown to increase functional capacity and reduce pain. That's going to be something you want to definitely have as a solid exercise program. Now, it shouldn't just be running. That's not what we're talking about here. But an exercise program to improve endurance and strength should be helpful. Also, improving the stability and neuromuscular function is very important too. And that should be built into the exercise program. So uh, that will improve the stability if you can improve the strengthening. And that's going to help, again, prevent that deterioration down the road if you can have a good, strong you know, knee that functions very well. They also say that when you're talking about strength training and stabilization exercises, the physiologic mechanical stimulation, so actually using the knee, mechanically stimulating the knee by using it, of the articular cartilage, the cartilage inside the joint, generates biochemical signals which increase the anabolic activity of chondrocytes, meaning that you get more activity from the cells that are responsible for building cartilage. That's anabolic activity of chondrocytes. Chondrocytes, is those are what we've labeled the cells that produce cartilage. So again, because that's kind of a complex sentence, the physiologic mechanical stimulation of the articular cartilage generates a biochemical signals, which increases the anabolic activity, the building activity of chondrocytes, cartilage building cells. Does that sound like a good thing? Absolutely it does, especially when you pair that with those regenerative injection treatments. The researchers go on to say that manual therapy involving skilled hands-on techniques can be very useful. So we're talking about muscle work, massage, um, 
the hands-on work of the tissues can be very helpful in improving the range of motion and helping with reducing swelling, helping the muscles kind of develop a little faster. They also talk about using blood flow restriction therapy to increase muscle strength gains. The stronger the muscles around the joint get, the less pressure goes into that joint when you're using it. They go on to further talk about whole body vibration. This is like the vibration plates you can stand on. I don't know if, you, if you've been to physical therapy before, you might have encountered this. Uh, you put the whole, you put the body, you know, the, the whole patient goes on this vibrating platform. And it just vibrates kind of at a low level. But you can actually do some of those functional movements while you're on this vibration platform. And according to this paper, it says the vibratory stimulus strengthens the lower limbs and improves proprioception, especially in older patients with arthritis. That can be very useful. It can improve the strengthening. We're talking about trying to strengthen and improve the function of the knee just overall and as quickly as possible. Study then goes on to say that electromodalities could be useful, and they outline the fact that therapeutic ultrasound and transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation, TENS, uh, TENS units, and interferential current, those are, those are all things that you've probably seen at a physical therapist or a chiropractor's office. Ultrasound for treatment, uh, not diagnostic ultrasound, but therapeutic ultrasound. TENS units, interferential, those are all things that are can be applied topically that are quite popular. Now, this study does say that ultrasound therapy appears to have no benefit and that there's insufficient evidence to suggest that including ultrasound TENS units or interferential treatment can even help. But the other one they talk about here is laser therapy. They say the inclusion of laser therapy in combination with a regenerative rehabilitation protocol could induce photochemical physiologic actions at the cellular level to improve circulation and the renewing effects of regenerative medicine in relation to osteoarthritis. So while ultrasound interferential and tens they're not necessarily gonna hurt there's not really any evidence to say that they will help whereas laser therapy is stated to be a positive factor when it comes to regenerate regenerative treatments they do go on to say that there's some evidence suggesting that acupuncture or dry needling could be a benefit to a regenerative medicine and rehabilitation protocol and they also say that kinesio taping or bracing can be beneficial to support the knee. And especially, there's good evidence that an offloading knee brace to reduce pressure in the joint can be very helpful. And it allows the patient, it allows you to still continue to go about your day-to-day -day activities without putting that pressure in there. And, and that will let you keep those muscles more active, which will again help you strengthen that much faster. Now, this should start right after the regenerative procedure. As your pain levels go down, you'll move into more and more activities. But the first week or two should focus on reducing the pain and inflammation, as well as some early kind of loading exercises uh, where you do isometric type exercises. And it's just where you flex the muscle without really moving the joint. Once you go up to the second phase, you can do that uh, once you have pain and inflammation that is down. You can start more aggressively exercising 
the affected area. And then once you start to gain range of motion back more towards full range of motion and a little bit of, of some strength improvements, you can add more exercises. And then once you have full pain-free range of motion, you can go full bore and really start accelerating your strengthening. Now, you should be seeing someone that's experienced with regenerative medicine and rehabilitation. The, this, this study says it's important to keep the natural healing process in mind while constructing a rehabilitation program. All right? We're not just diving right into the hardest exercise you can. This has to go in stages and be built on the fact that you have to wait for that repair to take place before you can really push that joint too hard. Now, I've talked about a lot here, and I hopefully didn't bore you to death, and I hopefully didn't upset you right in the beginning when I started talking about stem cells, because I know with some patients this can be kind of a sore topic. And again, it's, it's unfortunate that this has been hijacked by people out there doing some things they shouldn't be doing, some unethical medical procedures. I don't want to scare you off from getting it done, though. The potentials here for a properly done regenerative medicine program with rehabilitation is huge. And I can tell you that because I've had this done personally. Over a year ago, almost a year and a half ago now, I had this procedure done in both of my thumb joints, which had been painful and problematic for quite a while. And I was actually starting to get quite a bit weaker, uh, and, and especially my right hand, which had undergone some trauma when I was a kid, and I, I dislocated it when I was 15, and it had never been the same, and so that was about 20 years ago. Now, I really didn't think it was that bad. I was using laser therapy occasionally to cut down on some of the inflammation, but I did not realize how much capacity I had lost. I had a regenerative medicine procedure performed on me, and the difference was amazing and has continued to be incredible. I've not had pain in those joints for over a year now. And I did pursue the full rehabilitation program with laser therapy, with exercises, and it worked amazingly well for me. I've been really pleased. And I've seen in my clinic some excellent results with regenerative medicine and the combination of the right kind of rehab, including laser therapy oftentimes including bracing, it works so well for so many people. But again, you've got to have the right pieces in order. you got to have a thorough medical exam. you got to have imaging or testing of some kind to really establish that this is going to be the right thing. And there has to be a rehabilitative plan, some kind of rehab plan to exercise those muscles, to support the body's natural healing ability. If you don't have that, your chances of success are are definitely reduced. If this has left you feeling a bit lost as to how to know if you're getting the right kind of treatment, that's okay. We can help you. You can email us, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org, and we can get you some information as to what to look for. We might even be able to help you find somebody in your area that does good regenerative medicine treatments. And we'll be happy to do that. We'll also be happy to hook you up with somebody who can do the proper rehab. If you can't find that, we want to make sure that if you're getting a procedure like this done, that it's going to be successful. We want to give you the highest chance of success that can be found. Oftentimes, that means you need laser therapy. 
Additional questions, again, shoot me an email. Otherwise, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we'll talk to you next week. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.